Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joe. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, Cults, weird, random ghosts. stories. There you go. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just naming things in the room. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a cult of ghosts. <laughs> Gun Radio presents Middle Aged and Mediocre. It's another two for episode today as we have two stories full of murder to get into. In one, a man kills because Albert Einstein wouldn't listen to him. And in the other, a man goes on a seemingly random killing spree in Alaska that coincidentally ties his old life and new life together forever in an unserendipitous way. This is Middle-Aged and Mediocre, I'm Cash, and as always, I am joined by my co-host and another man that Albert Einstein refuses to listen to, and that's Joel. I keep emailing him. <laughs> he just won't return <laughs> your emails. I know. Uh, the restraining order's probably in the mail. It's Hotmail, if you're wondering. He's he, out, he Albert at Hotmail. Uh, what's like the, what's Lycos? Lycos.com? Was that an email service? I don't remember I'm trying to think what one. the oldest email service is. What they use in You've Got Mail? Just AOL, I think. AOL. Well, I mean, that's what he's a, got there. It was like a giant AOL commercial. It's uh, Albie Einstein, Albert, <laughs> Albie Einstein at AOL.com. I keep emailing him. When we first tried to record this intro, I said Alfred yeah. Einstein, and that was not right. So it took two times to talk about the two stories. I almost said Alfred again as we were doing it. <laughs> like, I almost said it again twice. And then you were like, Einstein. But yeah, so we're back with another uh, two-parter. I like it. Well, not two-parter, two stories yeah. in one. Uh-huh. So... Uh, twice the pleasure. Twice the pleasure, twice yeah. the fun. Uh-huh. We're basically the double mint twins. Yeah. What's need, going on, we man? We need little motorcycles. We do. Remember those big dudes on the little motorcycles that were always in the Guinness books? <laughs> yeah, uh, can we get in the Guinness books for having really tiny motorcycles? Is that what they were in for? I think it's because they were like the world's biggest twins, maybe. Oh, or something. I okay. Don't know. Well, we don't have the birth certificates to back yeah. that up. We can Probably fake them. Yeah. We can fake them. We'll get Obama's guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what's going on, man? I know that you're now legally allowed to spit in people's mouths. <laughs> well, I think you have to wait 10 days. Oh. After, yeah. Well, how yeah, long has this been? I got, it's, I got Tuesday. So Tuesday, you're going This gonna... is Saturday again. Oh, so you got from Tuesday, yeah, 10 so days. Yeah, next Saturday. Yeah, but you're vaccinated, I'm going to run and start. Yep, I got vaccinated. You don't have rabies too. Nope. <laughs> Whatever you got vaccinated for, I don't know. No, apparently I got, uh, I got the corona. I got the Dolly Parton vaccine. Yeah. So, so congrats on that. My tits haven't grown yet. They're, Thanks. They're, I can see them. <laughs> okay. they're, they're budding. All right. I knew I should have worn a shirt. God you didn't, though. Damn that it. was a choice that you made confidently. I forgot. Because of your new budding breasts. Yep, I forgot. Yeah, but I got the shot Tuesday, and uh, it, it, it sucked. But, you know, here I am now. I'm better. So you had, like, you have to do two shots, right? Yep. Two shots. I did the first one uh, January 28th, and then you had to wait. 28 days or something like that or whenever it was so then i got the other one uh from whatever movie sandra bullock was in yeah yeah it was 28 days later yeah i watched that in uh, yep uh-huh <laughs> so you said you felt kind of uh kind of fluish yeah it's i I, had, I got that before work and then i went and worked till seven thirty, and i was kind of feeling weird at work i got home i stopped here saw you yeah 
uh, dropped off your cash, mm-hmm. you know, so you wouldn't break my knees. <laughs> and I thought everything. Well, I said, hey, that vaccine ain't going to do you much good. I know. Because I'm going to kill you for that money. <laughs> you gave me that box of video games and you said, make money, bitch. Yeah, and you did. I did. Within like 24 hours. I know. impressive. Man, them threats. But I thought I was in the clear. And I get home, took like a really long bath, and I laid on the couch and I should just, man, I, f- I just felt like I had the, like, the worst flu. Yeah. Like, I wasn't throwing up any of that stuff, but I was just so cold and so burning up hot at the same time and couldn't sleep at all. And all night was like that. I tried to go to work the next day, but I couldn't. So I just turned right back home, went home, and just slept all day. But I'm better. I mean, it was just that night. Right. Next day, I, my body just needed the rest because I was just. So you, I mean, so people should be getting this. Yeah, because the two ladies at work, they didn't have any. You know, everyone's okay. going to be different with it. But that was the worst of it. But I was explaining it to a lady at work who had the virus. And she's like, yeah, that's what it was pretty much for three weeks. Like, oh, that's what she the, felt yeah. while, while she had. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, I had it for like, you know, six hours, seven hours that yeah. night. So, I mean, it's definitely, I would, you know, if you get have the opportunity. But uh, I got it. Look at me. I'm still here. So, funny story. I thought I had the opportunity. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a thing at at work in our email where it was like, hey, click this link, register, um, whatever. So I did that, and I was supposed to get it uh, two weeks ago, my first shot. Um, and they called. Cam Clark kept calling. So, like, I ignored it, like, the first three times because I was like, I don't know why you're bothering me. Yeah. And then, like, the fourth, like fourth time in a row, I was like, me. okay, well, apparently <laughs> somebody I know is dying yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, I'd be in the hospital. Yeah, so I answer it, and the girl on the phone asks, she goes, is this Josh? And I was like, yeah, this is whatever. She goes, maybe. Do you, um, are you an employee of Camden Clark? And I was like, looked at my phone again, because I was like, you, you called me. <laughs> So, is this a job interview? Yeah, I was like, uh, no. I don't have my resume ready. I go, no, but uh, I feel like you should know that. Yeah. And she goes, what? And I go, I mean, you're calling me. And she goes, I'm just, you're not an employee? And I go, no. And she goes, okay. She's like, well, we have to cancel your vaccinate your vaccination appointment. And I go, oh, okay. Ah. So she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, go to, she's like, you need to go and re-register at this link. She gave me another link. So I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I was like, I mean, I just signed up because my, you know, at work, they said to sign up, whatever. Yeah. She goes, yeah. So the thing about that that link that you used, she's like, no one was supposed to have that. She's like, it was, it was sent out accidentally. Like, it was only for Camden Clark employees. Yeah. And somehow it got, like, through our – I do not work for Camden Clark. I work for, like, a community living service. Uh-huh. And it somehow got to us. We don't know how. But so, like, everyone in the company had signed up. So they were calling and canceling, like, tons these, of people. Yeah, thinking they were going to get the vaccine. Yeah. So yeah. people, I guess she was, like, saying, she's like, yeah. She's like, most people have not been that friendly about it. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. So I got to try to get it rescheduled through another place. But So I'm still, Shop uh, I still can't spit in anybody's mouth. No, not yet. the moral of the story. Well, but, where's Beasley? He can probably spit in his mouth. I would never. <laughs> he, he sneezes in my mouth all the time. Uh, it's gross and I hate it. <laughs> That's your vaccine right there. I know. I, if that doesn't kill you, I'm almost positive that like all the shit I like I can't get. I yeah. can't get. Well, you were really COVID. sick too, last December. Yeah, I th- yeah. I, so, I have some shit in my body. Was like, we'll just fight up this. I'm not a doctor yet, so I don't want to. You're make getting any, there though. <laughs> I don't want to make any. You know. Any, I think any. one more vaccination shot and you're a doctor. Yeah, that's how that works. I don't know if I'll get another one. Mm. We'll see. 
So if I just offered you a random shot <laughs> right now? Oh, would... from you, I would. But I, mean, I don't know if I sign up for another COVID vaccine. Got ya, got Which ya. Probably, I probably have to do one every year, though. I don't know. You think? I, I mean, you have to take a flu shot every year. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. But maybe the old, you know, science will have time. Well, they've had time, but eventually they'll get somewhere where it can be a shot that's like the polio vaccine. You know, you just take it. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah, science no, has no had polio time. For you. What has science been doing this whole time? I don't know. Is the real question. I don't know. Video games? Working maybe. on video games? Maybe. They got that new PlayStation and Xbox? Yeah, but all the games that come out, all I see are people being like, this sucks and it's glitchy and it doesn't work. Wow. Like for every game. <laughs> so I spent $900. I don't understand why people keep like lining up to buy uh-huh. new video games. The and- Xbox One looks pretty good. Yeah, but again, every that. game that comes out, people are, or Xbox One, yeah yeah, 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 the one before. That's what I have. That's yeah, what I'm saying. but like, yeah. I, it seems like every yeah, every new system, you gotta give them time. All you hear for like the first years, this yeah. sucks. It's the worst I didn't thing get a ever. Switch for like two or three years, I'm always. Man, can you hear my stomach grumbling? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I hope that doesn't <laughs> show up on the podcast. Think about all those video games you're gonna yep. get later. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, I got a I got a weird story. I kind of told you a little bit about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Happened the other night. Uh, whatever night the r- the rumble was, which Sunday, last Sunday. Yep. Uh, so I was coming home from our buddy uh, Jim Tim, his okay. house, and it was like eleven thirty uh, at night. Eleven thirty at night. Um, I was uh, the opposite of low. I was real opposite of low. <laughs> okay. Um. So <laughs> wink. And I had stopped on the way home and got food. Because I was real hungry. Uh-huh. Because that's what happens. That's it. And so I'm pulling... I'm about to... Can't turn, confirm. I'm about to pull into my parking spot here at my house. Uh-huh. Again, 11.30-ish, 11.40, something like that. Snow on the ground. I'm hungry. It's snowing. Yep. And I see, like, right across the street from my front door, I see, like, a little bit of movement. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I kind of, like, stopped before I turn into my parking spot. I'm just sitting and with right. my headlights on. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a little... Like, I, I thought it was an animal of some sort. So I kind of look for a second, because it, it's this dark shit out, snowing. And then I see it move again, and I realize it's a person. Oh, no. And they're down, like, on all fours, but they have one hand raised up holding the side of their head. He's turned into a werewolf, is what <laughs> well, it sounds like. I did have that thought. Okay. But, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, here's the thoughts that are racing through my head. Uh-huh. One, uh, should I just go ahead and... Park, pull in, park. I'm real hungry. <laughs> Should I just go ahead and come inside and eat? Uh, you know, or is this guy gonna is this guy gonna see me do that? Uh-huh. And then that's just gonna be awkward. Yeah, uh, you're like head nod <laughs> to him. Uh, so my other thought was, uh, should I go check on him? But then I immediately thought, ah, I can't see him that well. Yeah. Could be a trick. Playing the long con of waiting for someone to come home that he doesn't know. Uh, he's gonna stab me. You, you never want to get involved. Yeah, or th- like third, That's like was worst. was he just beat up? Yeah, and were the uh, people that beat him up still like lurking? And if I go out to try to help him, am I gonna suddenly have? Because uh-huh. I'm hungry, like I don't want to fight right now. I'm not. I'm I'm again the opposite of low. Yeah, yeah you're retired from wrestling. <laughs> yes, it I'm, sounds like a wrestling scenario. I'm not in a fight. Like, as you explained it, like that seems like a good little. Uh, you know, promo, you get home from work, you go over to check it out, then, like, your opponent. And then, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, I finally decide, because I see him kind of, like, you know, like, he's holding his head. Oh. So, I finally am like, all right, I'm going to call 911, Yeah. because this guy might be hurt. Like, something might have happened. He might have fell. I don't know. It's, uh-huh. it's slick out. It's snowy. So, I call 911, and uh, I give him my address. You don't want to fuck with it. Like, that. 
that's a good level there. Like, give it someone else. Like, hey. Well, again, man. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, to the, I'm to the point in life where, like, I'm not. I am almost 38 years old, uh, fat, do not have the best reflexes anymore. <laughs> like, 10 years ago, I would walk right up to the guy. Uh-huh. If he would have tried anything, I'd have been fine. Elbow drop him. We'd have been good. Yeah. But nowadays, I'm slower. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not, nice. I'm not a street fighting man anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? My it's street really fighting right. days, they're over. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? You see Josh out on the streets. I'm retiring <laughs> with a record of 200 no. Oh. And I think that's good. So. Making up your own numbers, I see. Yep. So, I mean, you can try to find me about it, but oh, I'm retired. You're so, retired. Uh, so, yeah, I call 911. I tell him, I was like, hey, this guy's in the street, blah, blah, blah. I think he's hurt because he's holding the side of his head. I don't see any blood. But, you know, I do think he's hurt. They're like, can't you just ask? Well, they didn't. Say. <laughs> so, uh, I, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll send, you know, we have somebody on the way. So, as as I'm hanging up the phone 911, another truck comes down off the hill on the other side of me. Uh, and luckily, they see him. Uh-huh. Because, like, the way he was in the street. People come, like, where I live. Oh, they fly that little hill. Road, yeah. People fly off that. Yeah. So, luckily, he saw the guy, and he stops. And as I'm parking and walking over kind of towards that because i was like all right there's another guy here now like yeah. you know so i'm kind of walking over that finally way. an adult's here a, a, a grown-ups <laughs> here <laughs> i can hear the guy being like you know he's like hey man you tell me where you live i'll i'll give you a ride home man you just gotta tell me where you live i'll give you a damn ride home <laughs> so i'm like all right well this you know whatever this could work out better so the guy sees me the guy that stopped uh-huh. and he comes over and he's like you know what's going on with this guy and I go, I don't know, man. I was like, uh, I just came home and saw him like this. And he's like, uh, he's like, boy, you hot? He goes, well, I'll give him a ride home. But he's like, he got to tell me right now because he's like, I'm drunk as shit. Oh, my God. And he's like, I got to get home. And I don't want to be here if anybody sh- any cops show up. <gasps> You're like, well, about that. And I go, well, dude, you might want to get in your truck and head home then because I called 911. And I was like, oh and he goes, oh, shit. All right, man. Good looking out. <laughs> so he, as he runs back to get his truck. Here comes here comes a cop. Oh my god! And I'm just like, oh fuck! I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get like two people arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I'm not. You're gonna. Oh. I'm just sitting here like, I just want to go eat. Is all <laughs> I want to do. That sounds like a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a little bit. So, the guy in the truck, uh, as the cop gets out of his car, the guy in the truck's like, hey, you need me to hang around here or whatever? And the cop's like, no, nah, you're good, man. Go ahead. So as the truck, as the He's guy. Like, <laughs> Well, as he drives by me, out. he rolls his window down and goes, good looking out, brother. <laughs> Which I was like, you shouldn't yell that. Like, yeah. Now the cop's like, hey, what were you looking out for? We got one over on them pigs, boy. So so the drunk guy leaves. Hopefully he's did. And, okay, real quick, in my defense, I could clearly tell this guy wasn't, like, so intoxicated that he couldn't drive. Yeah. Like, he was clearly just, like, he'd drunk enough that he probably would have got uh, some shit. He probably he, is his nightly six pack. He was perfectly fine to yeah. drive, so yeah. it wasn't like I was like, "Go ahead and get back in the car and <laughs> kill somebody." Um, so the guy ends up. The cop goes up to the guy, or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, there was a there's a random woman that stops too, and she's like trying to help. And the cop's like, "I don't need your help. What do you get back in your car and leave? I'm good." Yeah. And she's like, "No, no, I can help you pick him up." And he's like, "I don't need your help. You know, this is my job." <laughs> So, uh, tell me someone gets shot. He no, he ends up helping the guy up, and he's okay. and the guy's the drunk. The guy's clearly at this point. I can figure. I figure out he's hammered. Yeah, and he's like saying something about how he's from. He's not from here. He's only here for a couple of days visiting his mom, and he's getting the fuck out of here. He doesn't want to be here. Whatever you know. So the guy's like, all right, I'll just cop. Just says like, you know, where you live. I'll just take you home. Uh huh. Which I thought was good. 
And he points at your house. <laughs> and he points at my house. And I'm like, I just want to eat. But uh, So the cops take him, whatever. But like, after it happened, I got really annoyed that I told the 911 operator person uh-huh. that there was a dude in the middle of the road holding his head. And I thought he was hurt. And they send a cop. Yeah. Like, it turned out to be the right call because it was just a drunk guy. Yeah. But if it wasn't, why are we sending cops out to respond to what could be a guy with a head injury? Because mm. then the cop has to get here and then say, yeah, yeah hey, it's a head injury. Now can we send? Yeah, three, four, five minutes, you know, that could have gone by. So it kind of annoyed me. Yeah. Like, a little bit. The whole thing was a nuisance. The whole thing was a nuisance. <laughs> That's the way the guy in the truck stop. You didn't tell me about that. I know I left that part. I wanted to save that part because I was like, that's a good part. Uh, good looking out, brother. And happy ending. Uh-huh. I got to eat. Yay. <laughs> what was it? I did it. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, the guy. I don't remember. Okay. Hardee's maybe. That sounds good. Wendy's. Uh, yeah, it was something that was open late. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, crazy, crazy time. I was just like, ah, uh, because, like, you know, when you're not. When you're in the uh, state I was in, uh-huh. you do have to question, do I want to call yeah, 911 right now? Uh. So luckily, no one needed to talk to me. Uh, there was no, like, statement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. The statement. Uh. The cops mostly just seemed annoyed that they were doing anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean again. I would, I'd hate to have to deal with people like that. Well, and, like, yeah. Again, I, you know. It's like, I don't. Good. If I'm laying in the middle of the street and I have a head injury, which this guy didn't, but yeah. I'm, you know, whatever, send the send an ambulance. Yeah, please. Yeah. So, I don't know. Speaking of, so from one drunk guy to another, uh, I know you're not a huge more or country music fan, but you said you know a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to real quick get into uh, the situation involving Morgan Wallen uh, dropping the N word. Ooh. In a TMZ video. I saw the video. You saw the video. I couldn't tell so. what the hell's going on. Someone's on a balcony recording somebody in the street, but you just heard it. Yeah, so that's apparently Morgan Wallen just uh-huh. in the street. Uh, there was a situation between his, his friends and other people. He just got pussy ass. And, and he drops. So, uh, yeah, like, I I don't give a fuck what Morgan Wallen said. Uh-huh. Um Morgan Wallen and anyone else can say anything they want to say, uh, and then but then there are cert- there are consequences yeah. for the things you say, and that's sure. and that's how life works. Um, so whatever the guy said it, and now he's got consequences happening to him. I'm not big on canceling people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I feel like you should be known. Well, that those record sales are like through the roof. Well, so there's kind of what I want to talk about. Like the thing that's. Annoying the shit out of me is the response uh-huh. to this. Like, uh, so if you scroll through TikTok, like I don't have, like I don't like anything from Morgan Wallen on TikTok. I have no idea how. This is every video on every other video on TikTok is a white guy complaining that Morgan Wallen's being canceled for saying things that rappers say. Wow! Like every video is like, well, if he if he can't <laughs> say it, why can rappers say it? <laughs> I heard Jay Z say it. That's one of the ones I saw. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you said you you talked to the guy at Sound Exchange, yeah. a, a local record store here, yeah. and he said people were coming in and buying them. He had like one record and one CD left because people had just been coming in. Like the one lady bought two copies because she just thought it was going to be worth money. 
Like, I don't know why people think they're going to be collector's items. Yeah, like, just he, to, like, support him just because... He'll be back. But, like... He'll cut his hair. The overwhelming make... amount of support for this guy. I, I don't understand why white people, as a white person, I'm saying this, like, yeah. I don't understand what it is about us that we trip over ourselves to defend another white person <laughs> for using racial slurs. Yeah, like you should have said it. Like just, and then I keep seeing, I see white people and black people saying this uh, online, and they're both like, there's, I've seen a lot of people from both sides say this that uh, everyone says it. Uh huh. Everyone says it. Yeah. I was like, no, no, they don't. Like sometimes, like I, in my, I'm, you know, rapping. Might slip out, <laughs> but I try not. I don't. I definitely don't ever. Like I, I've never been that drunk. They're like saying what? Like I do. I you know I just want to eat a lot when I'm yeah, really drunk. Dr- and, like, I have been blackout drunk on more than one occasion, sure. and I have never. It never crosses my mind. No, like, like I, sh- I see people on there saying like we should be able to say it if they can say it. I'm what not- are you talking about? <laughs> why do you want? Why do you want to say it yeah. so bad? And then yeah, like there's people that are saying like. We all say it whenever we're like around people we know we can trust. And I was like, "Why do you? Why? Why are you doing that?" I like the video of the guy in the. I think it was in a hire. The white guy that kept saying it to the black guy. The black guy was like, "Say it again. Call me that again." And he hit him with the, oh, in the, the head. Twi- the twisted yeah, teeth. Yeah, twisted teeth. Yeah. He hit him in the freaking face oh, with that can. Fucking nails him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just such That's a what... stupid. Morgan Wallen is like a uh, fucking. The dude's already rich. His voice is so bad. He's not good. He played me one of his songs because I never heard him before this. I guess he lost his Saturday Night Live spot. Because he had... He, he got was... suspended by his label. Yeah. Well, he's like suspended. Like, that's a bullshit move there. Like, either get either... rid of him or don't. Like, yeah. what the... F- I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just... Like, it's so dumb to me how we come to the defense of... Like, not, ju- not just in this circumstance, but like... We come to the defense of celebrities in this country... So like they're somehow helping us. Yeah. Like we want to fight for them so like bad. I'm like they don't give a fuck about you. Uh, you need to answer. Uh, for a second. Okay. So uh, while Joel's getting a call from, I believe that's the government about his vaccine. Uh, he was not supposed to disclose the information about the vaccine. Damn government, I don't know how they got this number. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what we were saying. But anyways. Waller, that guy. Well, yeah, Morgan Waller. Like, like, he's just such a mediocre like, guy. That, that for us. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just stick with the celebrity thing. Do you know anything about the – because I really don't know anything about it. Like, uh-huh. I thought it was a joke. Uh, I thought, like, that was, like, a fake thing that happened and then whatever. But do you know about the Army Hammer thing? Yeah. So what's well? That's what I was. Uh, that's what I was talking about with the uh, while we emailed your mom's house. That's the only thing I know about. Right, like his DMs got hacked or released or whatever. So those were like legit. Yeah, from him though. Yeah, like him talking about one. Like I can't remember him all now, but just like something about her heart and the blood and like he's. Yeah, I thought it was a big because it was it was happening around the same time as something else. Uh huh. So I just kind of saw a little bit about it, and I was like, I don't know what that... But I thought it was, like, a fake. I mean, I hate to get on anybody for any kind of kink, but that's uh, really, like, that's... Whew. But I find, you know, we, we're we not all out there marching to support yeah. Army Hammer. 
in his time of need. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine, you know. We should defend him. Yeah. I don't know what my point was there. Uh, you want to get into some murder? Yeah. Let's get into some murder, man. Man, I love some murder. And this first one, this first story is going to I mean, to... not so much that like, it gets me off sexually, like Army Hammer. Not, you know, a little bit. <laughs> no. Oh, well, you said not so much. So I thought you meant like there was a little bit of... Not so much, but maybe a little no. bit. No. I'm just saying I love murder, just not in that way. Okay, whatever you got to tell yourself, man. Uh, I see the look you get in your eye when we do these. Uh, okay, so this first one is... Uh, I'm getting... I'm, I got this story from The Atlantic. And it was written by Sarah Scholes. So uh, she has an excellent story on there. So I'm just going to, it's called A Murder at the American Physical Society. So I bring you now that story. Okay. Uh, I just shot a girl, a dark-haired man said as he walked out of the American Physical Society offices. Call an ambulance. But they're going to send a cop. (laughs) After that, the dark-haired man stepped into an elevator, rode nine stories down, and boarded a train to Boston. It was July 14, 1952. Back inside the building, people gathered around the 20-year-old secretary, mm. uh, Eileen Fahey, who was slumped over with a five with five 22-caliber bullets Ooh. lodged beneath her skin. She died later that day. As police attempted to uncover both the killer's motive and his identity, uh, speculation first turned to love triangles. But this murder had nothing to do with romance. It was all about electrons and the killer's crackpot theory that they didn't exist. A a sketch of the suspect soon went out in newspapers, and a Columbia University professor recognized the familiar face. He had taught this man at Boston University in 1946. It was Bayard, Bayard Peaks, a veteran whom the Air Force had discharged for schizophrenia. He never finished his Boston University studies and then moved here and then moved back home to Bangor, Maine. Uh, there he kept increasingly to himself, but sh- sometimes showed up uh, at an ice cream parlor because she knew, or at Neona Towns Ice Cream Parlor, because she knew electronics and he was developing his own ideas about them. But his stuff was way over my head, Town told uh, Parade Magazine. He wasn't all there and he knew it. He would often shake his head and tell her, as while pointing at his head, I'm sick up here. <clears throat> so it's a good thing to hear from somebody. Some self-awareness right there. Yeah, he is self-aware. Uh, in 1948, he sent a 33-page version of his electronics idea to the APS for publication. Uh, the paper was called, So You Love Physics. <laughs> uh, it began, Did you know that the electron never existed? Then read this booklet through and become brilliant. Oh. Uh, the reviewers rejected it. Peaks then made 6,500 copies himself and sent them to thousands of APS members, including Albert Einstein. Or that means he just, like, wrote out. I don't 60. know. It just said he made 65 copies. They had 6,500 copies. They had, I don't think they had Xerox machines in 1956. It was 1950s. Uh, I mean, yeah, they had to have had something. Yeah. All right. That you can make copies of, I would assume. This guy's crazy. He might have wrote them all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a few years later, yeah, because there was new. I mean, there have been newspapers. Oh yeah, there'd yeah. been a printing press. Yeah, yeah. Somehow this guy had six thousand okay. five hundred copies. Uh, a few years later, the APS did allow him to give his talk at their meeting, although they had rejected his paper. Uh, in fact, they would let anyone give a presentation and still do today. Which, when I first read that, I was like, "All right, well, we're going to do a presentation." <laughs> yeah. And then I figured out there's some rules. 
when APS Secretary K.K. Darrow uh, first found Peaks' proposed 1952 presentation, uh, he suggested Peaks be placed on the list of eccentrics whose presentations a committee could reject. But then the physicist Louis Alvarez, who later discovered that an asteroid killed the dinosaurs, made a motion. He suggested that every APS member and anyone introduced by a member or invited should have a right to give a 10-minute talk, and there could not be any rejections. Uh-huh. Uh, he said that they should not stop speaks, Peaks from speaking. They should not stop anyone from speaking. Uh, so Peaks's no-electron theory paper led to APS's free speech policy, which remains in effect today. Uh, anyone can talk for 10 minutes about any physical idea as long as they have a membership card or an invitation. Okay. So we need to work on an invite. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I feel like we could probably put together a solid 10. Uh-huh. Uh, these talks go I into... I got tight 10. <laughs> got <tie> 10. <laughs> Real tight. Uh, these talks go into a special session where cold fusion and overturning Einstein's theories are the norm. Uh, but the words make it into the air and onto the record. So I say we come up with a 10 minutes about how an asteroid did not kill the dinosaurs, uh-huh. and then we just develop our own theory. Or if there's no Canada, we could do that. That's not very physical, though. That's, I mean, well, if it doesn't exist, it's not physical, so we got to, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. That's uh, so much work to do. So that acceptance of the allowing him to do the 10 minutes wasn't enough for him, for Peaks. He wanted to be taken seriously. Uh, and even though he was slated to speak at the meeting, he went and bought a gun. And then he went in search of his enemies. Uh, finding none in the APS office, he killed the first person he saw, which was... A 20-year-old secretary. Fahey. What a piece of shit. On July 17th, 1952... She probably didn't know... I don't even know what the fuck the electron is. Yeah. Like you're talking about it, I'm trying to look like, yep. Yeah, She's huh. just showing up. He doesn't think an electron's real? What? <laughs> what an idiot. Crazy talk. I didn't know I'd be coming over for this. Yeah, that's 20 year old secretary. I bet. I don't She's know. just showing up, just trying to get through her day. Yeah. Uh, She's probably a lunch packed, you know. Fuck, man. So on July 17, 1952, police arrested Peaks as he left a dance hall. He confessed immediately, quote, Yes, I'm the naughty boy. <laughs> He's had to go dance it off? Like, what the fuck's he doing at a dance hall? Yeah, he just... Trying to hand out his electron fucking papers? <laughs> he just... Nerd! Uh, in his confession, he described his brief interaction with Fahey. Uh, have they dropped the electronic theory, he asked her? She says, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> she said, what the fuck is wrong with you, weird man? Before she could say anything more, he oh, fired the gun at her. Oh, this fucking guy. I just wanted to kill somebody, he said. I was going to shoot anybody. It was my book. They wouldn't look at my book. They wouldn't even look at it. He's a very naughty boy. Peaks had done the calculus. Shooting people gets you in the papers. And if you shoot physicists because they rejected your theory, your theory gets in the paper. It's pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, And he was right. After he was caught... We'll do podcasts about me in 60 years. After he was caught, everyone heard about his pseudo scientific ideas. Everyone knew the name of his paper. He became famous. Uh, and in one newspaper image, he smiles while holding up another newspaper headlining his crime. Peaks died in 2000. Oh, what a shame. Uh, but the electron lives on. <laughs> impervious to his thoughts on its existence. This should really be an electron college. Yeah. 
I thought somebody just opened the door. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cops! <laughs> I'm looking down! So, yeah. Uh, fucking the... Yes, I'm the naughty boy. Yeah. That's the weirdest confession. Leaving the dance hall. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, man. So, all because of... Uh, How could he not find anybody else? Like, that's just... I don't... It's real he, lazy. I think cause it's he lazy, was, I actually. I think because he's a pussy-ass um, motherfucker. You know, he he just... Uh, he shot a freaking 20-year-old girl. I mean, so his thinking is that if he shoots somebody... Because of this, then, you know, his ideas get out there. But, so let's, like, so if a murder has to happen, you go to these offices, APS offices, and the only person there is the secretary. Well, just wait. Like, come back later. Come back tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. Kill one of the people that actually... That, like, defied you. That, like, you know, told you you were wrong. Wouldn't let you... Yeah. But then they let him. They're like, yeah, fine. Get your 10 Yeah, they're like, whatever. Which is really cool of them. And we definitely need to go there. So, yeah. Uh, so, fuck that dude. Fuck him. Uh, glad he died in 2000. I wish he would have. He should have killed himself. Then, the, then that would have. Man kills himself in <laughs> nerd office. In and- <laughs> nerd office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. We got to. So, what's the difference to you between a nerd and a dork? Okay. Nerd is like. Nerd is like someone who's really smart. Like computer wise, technology wise, uh, and then a dork is just someone who's like smart, but like also enjoys like really dumb things like D and D, wrestling, like stuff I enjoy. Like I'm not saying that's to me, you know. Like I'm not smart enough to be a nerd. You say you're a dork. Oh, I'm a huge dork. Okay. Yeah. I just wondered. I just wondered what the. Yeah. Uh, I mean that that's just to me that's so just, nerds are like there's there's a difference. Big Bang Theory. Well, I grew with, up with the nerds movies. To. I mean, just think of like the nerds. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved those fucking movies growing up. You know, I had HBO, so I've watched all the nerds movies. They got their revenge. Yeah, they did. They got their revenge yeah. for seemingly because what? They couldn't fuck one of the hot girls? Yeah. They, Isn't that the whole point they, of the movie? They, they were treated like nerds. And they were they were tired of it. So they went on this. Yeah. I'd have to watch it again now. Now I really want to watch them again. I'm almost sure it's because like the hot girl wouldn't fuck them. Yeah. I think that's the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> I could be wrong about that. I haven't watched the movie since I was a kid. That's what you took from it, though. So, uh, yeah, watch it again for us. I, I, don't want, I don't want to. Okay. So watch it again for us. I'll watch them all. Is that what the whole... Are let there, me know if that's the are whole Are there point. three of them? Is that the true trilogy? There's... I think there's... I think. <laughs> Isn't there like a tackling nerd? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. Well, what's the first one? Is the first one Revenge of the Nerds? Is that, was that the first one? Yeah, maybe. Well, we have Google. So, oh yeah, I always forget about that. I was just gonna shoot you, and then they would have put it in the paper, and they would have like <laughs> they were arguing about the nerds movies, which everyone knows is this, this, and this. And I would have <laughs> been everyone in jail, knows. and I would have been in jail like weeks later. Like ah ha ha, there's but you'd four be dead. Four. Uh, so there's uh, Revenge of the Nerds is the first okay, one. Okay, Revenge of the Nerds is in the 1984. First. And then 1987, Revenge of the Nerds two, Nerds in Paradise. Nerd, that's a good one. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds 3, The Next Generation, it was a TV movie. Okay. And then Revenge of the Nerds 4, Nerds in Love, was also a TV movie. And then there's apparently, in development right now, a Revenge of the Nerds prequel and a reboot. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you watch Revenge of the Nerds, though. And I got no problem with nerds. 
at all, okay? And I don't <laughs> so, want to you know, be, yeah. Don't be coming after us. <laughs> uh, it's fun to just yell nerds because of Booger from uh, that, those movies, you know? He's a guy, nerd. Yeah, so bas- okay, so here's the storyline. Okay. <laughs> when lovable nerds Gilbert and Lewis embark on their freshman Gilbert year. Gilbert and Lewis! Embark yes! on their freshman year at Adams College, little do they realize the dangers that await them. They are beset by taunting from the jocks of Alpha Beta fraternity. Ooh, Alpha Beta! Which only worsens when the jocks accidentally burn down their house <laughs> and toss the freshmen out of the freshman dorm. Well, Did I do that? Like the, the jocks need to be reprimanded for this. Uh, to make matters, like they burnt something down. That's arson. Yeah. To make matters more problematic, Lewis develops a crush on Betty Childs, uh, a popular sorority sister and quarterback's girlfriend. Joined by the aptly named Booger and the violin playing Poindexter, the, ner- the, nerds, <laughs> the nerds soon realize they must form their own fraternity in self-defense. Soon, the tables are turned as the nerds employ high-tech warfare against the jocks. So, yeah, I mean, he kind of wants to bang this girl, yeah. Betty, and it doesn't happen because the jocks... He gets all of his friends to take out the jocks. All jock right, friends. so next episode, you will you, make sure you watch it I by will. then. Oh, yeah. Report back. That's the kind of dork I am. I enjoy shit like that. I got you. <laughs> all right, so next story. Uh, we're going to be talking about a fella named James Dale Ritchie. Okay. And anyone who's ever committed a murder, you get all three of their names. All of them, yeah. All, every time. I was going to say, yeah, this guy's a murderer. Yeah, so James Dale Ritchie was, James born, Dale. was born on uh, November 4th, 1976 in Anchorage, Alaska. He grew up in Anchorage's Wonder Park neighborhood and attended East Anchorage High School where standing or where uh, standing at six foot three, he was noted as being a standout athlete. Having played on the 1994 state championship football team and basketball teams alongside future professional athletes Trajan Langdon and Mal Tosi. And uh, they uh, they don't really have anything to do with this story, uh-huh. but I did want to see. Have you ever heard of either of them? Uh, the first one, I think. Trajan Langdon. Yeah, was he in the NBA? He was. Okay. So I never heard of either of them, uh-huh. so I just wanted to check this again. I mean, that sounds familiar. It but really I has nothing to do with okay. uh, But Trajan Langdon was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers uh-huh. in the 1999 NBA draft. Uh, he played with them for three years before he bounced around Europe, where he ended up having like a great career. He's like a In Europe? He's like a multiple-time champion, yeah. MVP. Yeah, he was a, a lot of guys get over there and do pretty well. He was apparently really good. Awesome. Uh, he's currently the general manager of the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, wow. Uh, Mal, and he killed somebody? He did not. Uh, he was friends with a the guy. Trying to he kill played that. on the same team. trying to kill team. Zion's career. But. Yeah, Zion's fighting <laughs> against that. Um, and then Mal, Mal Tosi was uh, selected in the fifth round of the 2000 NFL draft by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he started 10 games as a rookie and led the defensive line in tackles. Dang. He was injured in 2002 and was diagnosed with spinal stenosis, which ended his playing career. And he killed somebody. He did not. Okay. <laughs> so, again, those two guys really have nothing to do with the story. It's just when I saw they were mentioned as uh, future professional athletes, I yeah, wanted to see who they were. Both from the same town, same team. Uh so Richie was also a close friend of Quincy and Bobby Thompson, whose family hosted him often throughout his teenage years. Uh, Quincy would unfortunately be shot and killed in oh. 1994, not by Richie. Uh, and him knowing those two will come back later. So Richie scored 1,200 on his SAT and was recruited by the West Virginia University football team. Hey, yeah, that's what brought my caught my attention to the yeah. story. 
1994, one day following the death of Quincy. He subsequently fell out of contact with the Thompson family. So after semester at WVU, uh, Richie dropped out and returned to Alaska and too became much partying. too much partying. Jesus. And became involved in drug dealing and dog fighting in '95. By 1998, he had adopted the street name Tiny because he was so big. Tiny. I get it. Uh, over the following, he always walked around with his dick out. It's just a lazy nickname. Yeah, like it is. anytime there's a big person, just uh-huh. lazy as shit. I, th- I think I'd rather be called Big Man than Tiny, because Tiny's yeah. just like condescending. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I hate being called Big Man. I mean, unless, oh, I fucking hate it. Unless you're eight foot tall, <laughs> like five hundred pounds, uh-huh. then you can be called Tiny, because then it's really funny. Yeah. But if you're just like a normal big guy, like six, six foot three, three, that's not that's like barely taller than I am. Yeah. So basically, you could fight this guy. Is what oh, you're saying? Oh, bring it! <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want to do that or not. <laughs> uh, well, you can. He's dead. So, oh, oh, okay. spoiler alert: over the following seven years, uh, Richie was arrested. You'd kick his ass. <laughs> Richie was arrested a number of times. Uh, Dig him up. Predominantly for drink. <laughs> I just had the image of you waiting while he was dug up. <laughs> Pacing back and forth. And like as soon as he's dug Shatter up, shatterbox. <laughs> Like, you won't even do the digging yourself. No, no. Uh, I gotta get ready. Roll my shoulders. <laughs> hoo, hoo, hoo. Don't even let him have time to, like, you just, like, open the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I take the shovel and do, like, the last shovel work. Like, you give it to me. Okay. Right. So, he was arrested a number of times, uh, predominantly for drug-related offenses. Tiny, come on, man. He was arrested for the last time in Alaska in 2005, when he was apprehended while committing a home invasion with plastic handcuffs uh, and two handguns in his possession. After serving two years in custody, he resided. He returned to Alaska, where he resided, uh, during which time he acquired a Colt Python handgun. In 2013, Richie lent his handgun over to an acquaintance and moved to Broadway, Virginia. See, and I don't know how it is in Alaska, but in America, if you're a felon, you can't have a handgun. I think Alaska is in America. What? So, <laughs> pretty sure the same rules apply, bud. <laughs> fucking nerd. Big man. Oh, fucking nerd. Uh, yeah, he moves, so he moves to Broadway, Virginia, where his parents had been living at the time. Uh, other than a couple of moving violations, Richie had no court appearances and was observed by the police as being a law-abiding citizen yeah. in Virginia. If he could just move a little less violating. Yes. That would be <laughs> If he ideal. could not be such a violating <laughs> mover. <laughs> Following a breakup with his girlfriend. Oh, it uh, happens, Richie. Hey, he man. returned to Alaska in March 2016. Oh, so whenever wow. shit goes bad. That was a bad breakup. He was all the way back to Alaska. Yeah. It seems like when shit goes bad, he goes back to Alaska. Uh-huh. So that's in March 2016. Uh, he reacquired the Colt Python from his acquaintance and moved to Airport Heights. Where he stayed uh, before moving to the Penland Parkway Trailer Park in Anchorage. He sought mental health treatment through the Anchor, or though the Anchorage Police Department could not uh, confirm if he had actually received a diagnosis. Richie committed his first two confirmed murders during the early mornings, early morning hours of July 3rd, 2016, when he shot 20 year old Brianna Foisey and 41 year old Jason Netter Sr. The two bodies were discovered together along a bike path near Ship Creek 
by a bicyclist. They're up ship's creek. They're up ship creek. Oh man! Without life. Yeah. By a bicyclist. That's awful. Uh, by a bicyclist at 7:45 a.m. Do you keep riding after discovering some bodies, or do you? If you're me yeah. and you have food, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a little hungry. Yeah, you're like, you're right. like, do I really want to waste my time with this? <laughs> oh, or do I just man. do I get home, eat, then call? Yeah. Well, somebody reported it. So uh, Netter. Uh, Jason Netter was noted for having extensive run-ins with the law, often regarding his drug-related activity, uh, as well as child support issues with his two daughters, one of whom had even changed her name. Uh, Brianna Foisey was homeless and had fallen into substance abuse as well, denying intervention offered by her adoptive mother. God, 20. 20 years old. Uh, The nature of Foisey and Netter's relationship, if any, was not determined or disclosed. On July 5th, the murders were ruled a double homicide by the APD. And after reviewing hours of surveillance footage, uh, the APD released images of the two of two un- unidentified men who were persons of interest. Excuse me. The third recorded murder committed by Richie took place 26 days later on July 29th. Shortly after 3 a.m., Richie shot 21-year-old Travion Kendall Thompson the son of his childhood friend, Bobby Thompson. Damn. Oh, Quincy's brother. Quincy and Bobby, yeah. yeah. Uh, Quincy's brother, yeah. And Quincy then, died. And, yeah. So, uh, Damn. he shot him multiple times while he was riding his bicycle home from work. Uh, three girls who had spotted Richie lingering in the woods near Bowling Street through their window just prior heard the gunfire and witnessed him grabbing Thompson's bike. Richie rode the bicycle away from the scene and brought it to his home where it was spotted but not identified as being involved in a crime by witnesses. Uh, the police arrived at Bowling Street, where they found Thompson, who was pronounced dead at the scene, and under Sergeant... This is a hard name. <laughs> under Sergeant Slomir oh Markowitz, witnesses were interviewed and enough testimonials were given that a composite sketch of the suspect, who would later be positively identified as Richie, was created. Uh, shortly after Thompson's murder, the Alaska State Crime Lab confirmed that the same murder weapon used in Foisey and Netter's murder was also used in Thompson's. During the early hours of August 28th, Aug- uh, Richie shot dead 34-year-old Kevin Turner and 25-year-old Bryant DeHusson. Damn, what the five? In Valley of the Moon Park. An unidentified female passerby who was walking through the park discovered uh, Husson's body along the trail at 1.42 a.m. Shortly after arriving, police discovered Turner's bullet-riddled body under the pavilion in the park. Uh, Turner, who had suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, was homeless at the time, as he had not fared well at assisted living facilities. Uh, so this guy, like, so Richie basically had a, he knew he could target individuals that uh-huh. he probably didn't think were going to be... Transients. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Husson, sure, he rolled him afterwards. Took whatever right. he could. A he was an, an environmental activist in Anchorage. Was thought by his father to be doing a late night bicycle ride uh, to meet a friend when he stumbled upon the like he basically came upon Richie and this Turner guy. Yeah. Um, just wrong place, wrong time. Uh-huh. So he was killed because he witnessed Damn. something. Um, in the police report, the APD noted that very little evidence was left at the scene of the crime. Uh, however, the Alaska State Crime Lab confirmed that the weapon used to kill Turner and Husson had also been used in the earlier homicides. So recognizing a pattern displayed by the string of murders, the APD released an advisory notice for citizens to avoid isolated trails after dark. 
then the the FBI got brought in. Um, they believed that it was gang violence. Mm-hmm. Is what was happening is what their leading theory was. They refused to acknowledge the evidence lending um, credible, like of a, just a single gun, because for one they didn't want to give the killer the chance to get rid of the weapon. Yeah. And then they also didn't want to give credibility to the theory that there was a serial killer. Uh-huh. Get everyone in a panic. So they were kind of like, yeah, it's just gang violence. Um, the FBI offered a 10 What are you going to do? What are you going to do with them? Them gangs. <laughs> they're not going to. They wag their finger right at them. Can't live with them. Can't kill them because <laughs> they're killing each other. Yep. Uh, the FBI offered a $10,000 reward leading to the apprehension of the suspect responsible for Thompson's murder while refusing to comment on any connections to the other murders. Um, again, because of the same reasons. They didn't want to give him a chance to get rid of the gun. Yeah. Uh, so on November 12th, uh, November 12th, 2016, officer Arn Sallow, uh, while responding to an unrelated report of unpaid taxi cab fares, spotted Richie walking down the street at four 30 in the morning. He pulled up alongside Richie and asked for him to stop. He said, beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> And he was presumably just going to ask him if he had witnessed the crime, the taxi cab fare uh-huh. thing. Uh, Richie ignored him and continued walking. So and this is, uh, I've watched video of this. So the, the officer just kind of like slowly follows him. Uh-huh. And this time he uses his megaphone and repeats again, asks him to stop. Uh, which, you know, I, you don't really, I, you, should, you don't have to stop. Yeah. But it does get, but then, so this is when shit gets, and in the video, this turn is kind of that. crazy. What? Well, so without warning, Richie does turn, uh-huh. and he just beelines it for the driver's side door. Oh, shit. Uh, and as he's walking towards it, he draws out the Colt Python and opens fire. Dang. He hits the officer six times. Cool. Uh, resulting in damage to the bones, intestines, and liver. Uh, the officer, uh, Sallow, he exits his patrol car and returns fire while fighting with Richie. Uh-huh. Uh, simultaneously, Sergeant Mark uh, Patsky, Patsky of the K-9 unit spotted this happening, and he just starts firing upon Richie, uh, who was killed by a number of gunshot wounds. Sallow was taken to an area hospital, Jeez. and after seven hours of surgery, uh, he survived. So following Richie's death, and in the video, it is like you can see, like he's just, like Richie's just trying to ignore he doesn't want to whatever. Yeah. And then, like, I think he just realizes, like, this cop's not going to just let him yeah. keep walking. Just kill him. And- so it's like a, like, if you're the cop and you're, and then all, like, in a split second, this dude turns and, like, that's what the video, you don't see it after he pulls the gun. Yeah. But, like, if you're the cop, you're sitting there, like, split second, dude turns there, he has a gun. You're like, fuck. So you're kind of like a sitting duck. Um, He's crazy. Sounds like it. Yeah. So... Uh, following his death, the Colt Python was sent to the Alaska Crime Lab, where it's confirmed to have been the murder weapon responsible for the deaths of Brianna Foisey, James or Jason Netter Sr., Travion Kendall Thompson, Kevin Turner, and Bryant Day Hussan. Uh, the investigative task force had not considered Richie a suspect because he hadn't really had any run-ins with the law yeah. for a few years. After 78 hours of investigation and, con- and contacting the victims' families, uh, they held a press conference in which they announced the connection between the homicides. Uh, additionally, um, it was the investigation revealed a connection between the murder. The, the investigation revealed a connection between the murders, 
but the task force withheld it from the public. Uh, oh, that's what they're saying. So they said that they knew that there was a connection, uh-huh. but they had withheld it because they didn't want Richie to get rid of the gun. So they were kind of uh, letting the... Or leave the area. Or, yeah, so yeah. they were letting the public know that that's the reason why. They do that a lot. They won't release all the information or... Yeah. Uh, the weapon had been purchased in 1971 and was not registered to Richie. Uh, the original owner was questioned by the APD, um, trying to find out how Richie got a hold of it. Uh-huh. I don't think they ever really could. Richie was immediately identified as being the assailant responsible for Thompson's murder due to the witnesses and identification of his photo matching the comp, the, the sketch. Um, and, uh, also oh, Bobby Thompson, the brother of Quincy and, and the, the father, father of Trayvon, Trayvon, um, Trayvon, find it. He was, when he finds out about this, uh-huh. he is in prison. He is uh, in the Fairbanks Corrections Facility. He was 42 years old. And he finds out that his son had been shot and killed. Um, So he doesn't know that yet. So he just knows that this happens. And he's just like, he couldn't think of who would do this. Uh Um, He said that his son was an honest honest liver. He made an honest living. He was on his bike to work. He said he was on an honest road doing better things with his life. Um, he said for him to be out in the streets coming home from work, getting killed like that is very disturbing. Um, he said that, uh, you know, he knew that, like, himself, Bobby had grown up. They were, like, in within drugs and mm-hmm. weapons and shit like that. He's like, his brother his Quincy was, too. Yeah, killed when he was so they were kind of, like, wrapped up in this world. Yeah. But he said his son followed a different path completely because of uh, his son's mother. Um, he said he always had a job. He was pr- that Bobby was proud of him for doing that. Uh, and that Trav- Travion had always helped his mom. Anything he could do, he'd rather play video games than roam the streets. Um, even traded his car for a laptop so he could play video games. Wow. That's why he rode his bike. A friend of his said that he was just a nerd. Nerd! Uh, he said that he loved League of Legends. The game. Sorry, nerd. Uh, as big as he was, as tough as he was, he was a big jokester is what they uh-huh. said. Uh, so six weeks after he was killed... Um, the police released a sketch of a person of interest, um, but didn't provide any really details about it, and it didn't look like anyone that Bobby knew. Uh-huh. So it was. He said he was watching the news. Ten o'clock news came on. He's in this corrections facility. He sees the picture. This is after they've um, Richie's been killed, yeah. and they whatever. He sees the picture, and he just he said the first he all he could think of was what the fuck. Yeah. Like, that's, I know that dude. That's Richie. So, yeah, he said, you know, he says, I never thought it would be a person that I knew and grew up with. Um, He talks about how when they were kids that, uh, you know, he would, James Richie would spend days, maybe weeks at the Thompson home. Uh Uh, Whenever he wanted to come over to the house, he could come over. He said that his mom treated him like a son, that she loved him. Um, He said that he was just cool. He was just one of us. He said they used to just like basically hang around, smoke weed. They would try to be like gang, like gangsters, uh-huh. you know. But most of them, even if they had a weapon, uh, just be for show. Like they really weren't, yeah. you know, young bucks. Yeah. Um, he said placed in a situation like that, they'd probably fight rather than shoot someone. He said he was just kind of the kind of dude that went around. He wasn't the kind of dude that just went around shooting people. Um, so I wonder if he shot Travion because. Well, so. Uh, 
police have uh, so police don't have a motive for the killing. Uh, although it's believed that Richie basically shot him to take the bike. That's why. Yeah, you said he killed him, and witnesses said they took off on the bike. Uh, Bobby said he doesn't know if Richie would have even recognized okay, who so Travion yeah. was, uh, or whether it would have even made a difference. He says, "To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't just, think that he would have knew." Probably just one of those crazy small world scenarios. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's more crazy. likely that he just wanted the bike. Yeah, and he shot, and he took the bike. He was out at night riding his bike home from work. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, like a uh, pretty crazy coincidence, you know, that seemingly just was a random uh-huh. part of the whole thing. So play for WVU though. Former Mountaineer. Former Mountaineer, but wait, get. Proud of the Mountaineers right there. He was uh he went there for football or basketball? Football. Okay. Yeah, he played so he played under Don Neelum. In ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So sorry about that. Those are my stories. And I'm sticking to them. <laughs> You're sticking to them. Those All are right. good ones. So uh Well, we already had the ad break earlier in the show, so We did? Let's just play that theme song to Joel's Feel Goods and get to him. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. Yay. I'm going to get like some confetti gun things <laughs> yeah. and start popping off. Something just popped off. What? Gross. You better get a towel for underneath this table. Gross. <laughs> I live here. This is probably like a bad karma feel good for me, but this just okay. the headline made me feel good. And I have <laughs> okay. like a whole story to go with it. There's like a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it's uh, a movie. Dateline February 5th, 2021. So recent. Millionaire Yesterday. forced to tear down his illegal seventy million French chateau. Seventy million. Yeah, he's forced chateau. to tear down. Yep. Okay. Good. British developer developer Patrick Ditter D I T E R Diter Ditter D- Ditter. We'll call him Pat. Yeah. Because he probably hates Patty that. Ditz. He probably hates that Patty D. Let's call him Patty D. <laughs> he's been ordered to demolish the seventy million custom built mansion. In Provence, France, which he built without the right building permits. Can't do that, Mm -mm. Patty. Patty D. But rich people can do anything they want. Well, Patty D spent over a decade fighting to keep uh, his... his, uh, He he named the the Chateau Dieter. He he fought over a decade to keep it open. But the highest French appellate court decided in December that it had to go. So now he has 18 months to make the 32,000 square foot home disappear. 32,000 square foot. It was built between the years 2005-2009. The property near Monaco has two helipads, saltwater swimming pool, bell tower, greenhouse, 17 acres of gardens, vineyards, olive groves, and lily pads. Good lord. 18-bedroom home is filled with chandeliers, 15th-century art, like fireplace, like really nice fireplaces. Uh, There's a reception room, a library. There's a screening room. They have a wine cellar. Like, just the most obnoxious, rich, fucking French chateau. Yeah. You know. And over the past 15 years, the house has been, like, they use it for TV sets, wedding uh, venues. It's a vacation spot. You can get a room for anywhere from three hundred to a thousand dollars a night. Um, old Patty D. Allegedly, he had a verbal building permit from the mayor's office, but reportedly began work on the property before receiving an official paper permit. 
And the permit didn't cover all the major work that he ended up doing. It was only supposed to be a small extension on a 2,000-foot farmhouse. See, it went from a 2,000-foot farmhouse to a 30,000-square-foot chateau. Petty D uh, also paved a 2,000-foot driveway that environmentally protected on the environmentally protected lands which inadvertently funneled the rainwater to the outskirts of the town, causing flooding. This oh, good rich job, Patty fucking D. prick. But, besides, but, but despite that, the main gripe from the surrounding town is just the noise. Like constant parties, right. constant rich shit going on. <laughs> rich shit. <laughs> so he has 18 months to tear it down. But if he doesn't tear it down, starting in June 2022, he'll rack up $600 a day fine. So he'll probably start racking that up then. But it's only $220,000 a year. So do you think he's going to tear it he's down? Leaving, he's leaving that shit up. Motherfucker. So it does not feel good. Now, if we go over <coughs> and tear it down, yeah. are we, you know, we're just doing, we're doing the civic, civic duty. Civic duty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am all about uh, a rich guy getting fucked over. Uh-huh. So, And he should have followed the rules. Yeah. If he would have just, you know, done what he was supposed to do. They probably would have let him. Uh, you got greased the right wheels. Name, naming a fucking place after yourself yeah. is just you. the biggest loser move. That loser with all his money? I'm glad to hear that he's that he's potentially going to... I, yeah. I think I hope he does tear it down. Tear down that wall. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's probably going to leave it up. I would say if it's just, yeah. what do you say, 22... It's $600 a day, which is like $220,000 a year. I mean, if he can afford all that shit yeah, already... built $70 million chateau, I mean... Yeah. With how many people spend the night, $1,000 a night, I mean... <sighs> well, hopefully they just decide, you know... Hopefully it burns down. That'd be good. That'd be cool. That'd be good. With no one inside. If it, it does, let's feel good. Nobody hurt or Bring anything back. like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless it's him. <laughs> I don't even know the guy. Patty D <laughs> may be a great dude. I don't know. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. I allegedly hope it burns down with him in it. Yeah, okay. That's that's quite <laughs> I the guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. Uh, France, is that where it's at? Yep. Just to let you guys know, France, the country... Uh, if you want us to come and tear it down, just pay for our trip over there yeah, and give yeah. us money. I'll do it. We'll tear it down for you. Sure. Whether Patty D likes it or not. Sorry, Patty D. I'll punch Patty D in the face. Hey, well. Think I care? I'll do it, too. <laughs> After you After have. He's dead. He's, like, already knocked out. Like, it's safe. <laughs> I'll run up. You pow! Grab a punch. And I probably won't either. And I'll run I'm, back and hide behind you. I'm like, yeah! I'll probably just, I probably won't feel like doing it. Uh, Actually, now that I think about work. it. Yeah. <laughs> France, don't, don't I mean, set, us. bring us over. But yeah, if you want to bring us over, really we're not going to do the thing you want to do. Well, if I find the screening do. room, like, I'll watch some shit. He's <laughs> yeah. got nerds. We'll watch Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah, hey, congrats to uh, Stephen Liddy. Stephen, I think is his name. Uh-huh. Uh, he is the grand prize renner, renner, <laughs> winner of our uh, of uh, the Hunt the Killer, Death of the Dive Bar. Yep. He got... Uh, he won this amazing painting. Uh, you want to shout out Rachel Atkins? Rachel Atkins did for us. Uh, it is awesome. Um, it's our logo. It's our artwork. I could probably find her Instagram real uh, fast. So he won that the board game. Uh, he'll be getting a Spotify uh, episode title card print thing. Yeah. And a personalized card from us, and then three follow uh, runner-up winners will be getting the Spotify episode print 
and a personalized thing from us. Yeah. So. I was thinking too, if they uh, they want to send in like their shirt size or something, I can make them a shirt. Oh yeah, That'd we could do some fun. homemade shirts. But Rachel Atkins is on uh, Instagram. If you want to see her work, she's a uh, man. She's got a lot of cool painting. She does uh, cross stitching. It's at the underscore parsley p a r s l e y underscore artist, and that's uh, Rachel Atkins, local Parkersburg artist. But she takes. I mean, we you know this is out of her wheelhouse. I would say zombies. And yeah, art, but she yeah she does really good work. Yeah, though. I asked her to do it. And I, yeah, she killed it. It's, yeah, it looks really awesome. Cool. I hate to we have to give it up. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. It's really good. Uh, so thank you, Rachel, uh, for that. That's very awesome of you. We appreciate it. Uh, and you know, congrats to the winners. We'll be mm-hmm. sending stuff out here soon. We're waiting. Um, we gotta get some frames for the yeah. Spotify prints. I gotta build up some fluids too. Like I'm pretty drained right You're now. You doing what now? Oh, for we the can't winners. Send. We can't send. For the winners. We can't send that. No, but but they won. But we can't send that. Ooh, they won. We gotta quit sending your fluids out <laughs> okay. to people. I know. That's why I'm so drained right now. Yeah, like and now the cops know where I live. <laughs> So we've got to stop. Early. We've got to stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate the show. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Uh, everyone else you're listening, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, yeah. Telling a, if you know anybody that you think would like the show. If you see a guy passed out on the side of the road rubbing his head, be like, <laughs> middle mediocre! Yeah, do that. Uh, don't call 911. Yeah. We're just going to send the cops. Um uh, yeah, Joel's going to go watch Revenge of the Nerds now. Yep. We'll be back next week to report on that. I'll watch uh, both of them. Or Nerds in Paradise watch is all really four of them too. On the TV movies. Uh-huh. I'm sure those are great. Let's do it. I'm not. Okay. Uh, until next time, guys, thanks for listening once again, and we will see you next week. Bye!